Hey, it's your girl, Ashley Gray, coming to you with another episode of Girl Code 101. Today's topic, I'm speaking. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Girl Code 101. If this is your first time listening, welcome. You picked a fantastic day to be here. If you are a returning listener, you already know. (laughs) Because I am so excited to talk about this topic today. But before I even discuss it, I want everybody who's listening to put their political views aside. Okay, I don't want anybody to get on here and say, oh, well, she's talking about Democrats, so I I don't want to listen to that. Or she's talking about Republican. I don't want to hear that. I don't want I don't want anybody to have their opinion skewed because of the fact of what party this woman is for. I want you to listen to this episode because this how what she experienced was something that every female in the entire world has experienced at some point in their life. And it's so important that we wrap ourselves around this moment where she spoke up for herself, okay? So Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever you are, get that out your brain for a minute and just listen, okay? So first off, let me start off by saying I did not watch the vice presidential debate. I didn't watch it because I thought it was going to be exactly like the presidential debate. And I was just like, yeah, I can't stomach it. can't watch it. No. So I didn't watch it. But I was on my social media sites and I mean, I could not get through a scroll without something of this topic I'm talking about coming up. And so I was like, okay, let me go and see what it is that people are talking about. So Kamala Harris, who is the vice presidential candidate for Democrats, she was answering a question And as she was answering the question, our vice president, Mike Pence, interrupted her. And instead of her roaring at him or, you know, I'm saying getting frustrated or angry or, you know, just just blowing up. Kamala Harris literally says, excuse me, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. (laughs) And then proceeds to smile and say it again. I'm speaking. And that did something to me when I watched it. I'm not trying to be super deep, but I'm just being honest. That did something to me because I have been in situations where I have had to give my opinion or speak on something in an area of men and have my entire statement be cut off. Whether they spoke a lot, they interrupted me or they just spoke over me. I experienced that so much in high school, especially high school, middle school too, but definitely high school, Um, especially like in history classes or government classes, really expressing my opinion and having a male classmate cut me off or talk over me. And that is one of the most aggravating feelings ever. And for me at the time, I was still kind of battling with being passive. So it was like, that's the perfect opportunity to talk over me. And it was infuriating because it made me feel like what I had to say was not relevant, but what he had to say was all the importance in the world. And so 
it was very, very frustrating. But what I think was so amazing about Kamala Harris is how she did it with grace. Like she didn't get flustered. She didn't get angry. She just simply let, let him know I'm speaking. I am speaking when I'm, when I'm expressing something, you know what I'm saying? I'm speaking. My voice matters. What I have to say matters. You may have a point as well, but at the moment I'm speaking, you know, and that's why that raise that raise your view, not your voice um, episode is so important to me. It was my first episode and I did a reloaded version, but it's so near and dear to my heart because a lot of times when you have a good view and you want to speak it, there are sometimes people that will come along and talk over you or cut you off. You know what I'm saying? And this, and this is by no means a, um, a, a slander on men. Don't get me wrong. This is not a slander on men, but, and I, and I truly believe that there are some men who have experienced this from other men, you know what I'm saying? Where they've experienced, you know, getting, getting cut off or, you know, something like that. But for years, decades, centuries, you know what I'm saying? Where women were taught, be seen, not heard. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't get in men conversation. This is between men. Don't get in men conversations. You know what I'm saying? You have an opinion. That's cool. Keep that opinion to yourself. Don't disclose that opinion in front of men. Men are talking. You know what I'm saying? Leave the room if men are talking. Like, you know, I'm t- like, it's crazy to look at it in 2020 because our world is so different now. The roles are so different. And a lot of times the roles are so mutual, but it's, it's true. Like there was a time where women were just supposed to just sit there. And if they were speaking, it didn't matter because if a man had something to say, he was not going to wait until you finished speaking to say it. he was going to cut you off or speak louder than you. So this, this is centuries and centuries of women who have been cut off or being spoken over or told to stay in a woman's place or be seen and not heard. All of those different events for centuries came to this moment where, oh, the only woman in this race, to be real, you know, the only woman, because, you know, Donald Trump is a male, Mike Pence is a male, Joe Biden is a male. She is the only woman in this, in, in this group right now. And for so many people, especially for me to see, I think that's amazing. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? You are in us in a place with your male counterparts, but you don't let them dominate you. You know what I'm saying? This is even for people in a day-to-day job. You, you work in a predominantly male area, but you learn to not let men speak over you. You learn that you are speak. You learn to grasp that mindset of I'm speaking. Don't interrupt me. I'm speaking because especially for me when I was in school and maybe everybody's different. I don't know. But for me, when I was in school and someone, and and especially if a guy would talk over me and I would respond, they were almost kind of like shocked. They were almost shocked that I said something to them. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's also a thing now. Sometimes when you interrupt men or you tell men, no, um, please don't interrupt me. They're like flabbergasted. Like, whoa, 
what? And I think we need to get in a mindset of realizing that women have a viewpoint just as well as a man has a viewpoint. But at the same time, our viewpoint is not something that is put off to the back burner until all the men finish talking. This is uh, this is something that we need to get into our mindsets. If a woman has an opinion, she should be able to express that opinion as free as she would like to, just as just the same as her male counterparts. But going back to what I've said earlier, especially for me when I was in high school, I was still very passive. And so if you've heard my series um, on being passive, being aggressive and being assertive, you realize you have to understand that when it comes to saying I'm speaking, that can't be done in a passive way. Like if, if we think about it, if Kamala Harris had um, had been giving her um, explanation and Mike Pence would have said, well, or whatever he said and cut her off. If she would have said, excuse me, I'm speaking. Can you, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? The demeanor, the volume, the voice, just, if it just screamed passive, I truly believe that he would have continued to talk over her. I truly believe that. But because she did it in an assertive way, she didn't yell or scream or fuss. She wasn't quiet, timid, and allowing him to. She was assertive. She understood that she was in a position where she could not allow herself to be cut off when she was discussing topics and discussing issues that were going to affect our country if Joe Biden was elected and she would be the vice president. She understood that she had a duty, a job to do. And a lot of times I think that that's what we have to understand too. When we're speaking, we are speaking on issues that could possibly affect not only us, but affect the ones that come before us. And then to, to be honest with you, it doesn't even have to be a big thing. Like a lot of times we think, oh, well, you know, if I'm speaking about, uh, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm speaking about change and protest, you know, saying don't interrupt me because I'm speaking that can work the same way as when you're having a conversation with a male counterpart and you're saying something that's a value and they cut you off. No, excuse me. I'm not finished. I'm speaking. You know what I'm saying? Those things are important. Those things hold value. Those things let people know, whoa, I can't just walk all over her. Or, whoa, I can't just cut her off. Or, whoa, 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 I can't just get louder. I can't get louder than her. You know what I'm saying? I have to be able to take a second and let her finish. You know what I'm saying? We have to. As women, we have to step up. We have to stand up and we have to say, I'm speaking. Do not interrupt me. What I'm saying matters. What I'm saying holds value. Yes, I'm going to give you an opportunity to speak because once she finished her statement, she did allow Mike Pence to speak on whatever his topic was, but he was not about to speak over her or cut her off. And like I said, we've, I'm telling you, women, we, we've experienced it. We've, I mean, I, I guarantee you there is probably like a little, a little first grade girl who, who have experienced, you know what I'm saying? A boy cutting her off or she was trying to say something, you know what I'm saying? He would just, you know, stop listening or, or get louder than her. And that's so crazy. That is so crazy that almost every single woman has experienced that, but it's okay if you've experienced it because now we know better. We know that we can come into a setting where males are involved and we can speak and not feel like we have to wait until all the men are finished or we have to uh, sit and just sit and um, 
be pretty and not be heard. And like, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. And I think it's so important for us to raise of a generation of young girls who get that, who understand that who know the power of their voice and know that it's okay for them to use the power of their voice. And I think that that, that's the biggest, I'm telling you, that is so important. And that's why I love the place where I work because we are constantly teaching our girls that your voice is important and what you have to say is important. And it is so important that we're not going to cut you off. Like, even when I talk to girls, like if they're just telling me about their day or, you know, stuff like that, I let them speak. I mean, I just let them go. I just, you know, I could be juggling a few things. I'll say, well, come, (laughs) come walk with me and tell me some more. But you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let her speak. I'm going to let her say what she feels in her heart is so important. Like, I just... It's, it's just so important. I've, I've had little girls. I have teens. Like, I've had one younger girl. She literally followed me around. <laughs> she followed me around the center for like 10 minutes because she wanted to tell me about her day. And she wanted to tell me how she passed her spelling test, even though she didn't study, but she knew how to spell. I mean, it was, I mean, long, like five or 10 minutes. But I let her speak because at that moment, That day was important to her. That day had value. That day for her was something that she was proud of. And I wouldn't dare interrupt her and say, well, you know, this and this and that. Now, when I had an opportunity, like when she was done talking, I mean, of course, I would ask questions and, you know, stuff like that. But at that moment when she was just so excited and, you know, (laughs) she was stuttering and repeating the same thing over and over. And even she was just so excited, like I just, you know. You, that's how you, that's how you teach them young. That's how you teach young girls young, how to use the power of their voice and what they have to say is important. So when I come back, I'm going to give you some tips because honey, you're speaking. And when you're speaking, they need to have your, you need to have everybody's undivided attention when you make a statement. So stay with me. I'll be right back. Hey, guess what? You now can advertise with Girl Code 101. Go to Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. That's Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. This gives you the opportunity to have your ads running up to four Girl Code 101 episodes at a time. And it just all depends on where you want your ad to go. That's Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. I cannot wait to collaborate with you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm speaking. Man, (laughs) I never thought two words would be so amazing to me. But I previously spoke about Kamala Harris in the vice presidential debate and how as she was basically giving her answer to a question she was interrupted by our vice president mike pence and you know basically cut her off and instead of her becoming aggressive or her being super passive she simply turned to him and said excuse me mr vice president i'm speaking and she did it in the most classiest way ever because I know for me, when I've had experiences like that, I knew my responses would not be classy. So I tip my hat to Kamala Harris. So, and like I said, this isn't political. This isn't 
Republican versus Democrat on this episode. This is an independent versus Democrat or Republican. I never said anything about any Republican views, any Democratic views, because I did not want you to be skewed by the fact of their political parties. And I wanted you to focus in more on the fact that Kamala Harris basically spoke what every woman, even little girl, has wanted to say in a situation where her male counterparts were speaking over her or would cut her off. So here are three tips that can help you when it comes to reminding people that you're speaking. Number one, you can't afford to be passive. I'm telling you, when people sense you being passive, they go off of that. They, I mean, they take it and run with it. If you, if they sense that you're passive and you will allow things to happen, they will take that and run with it. Like I said, if Kamala Harris had replied to Mike Pence in a passive way, he would have continued to speak over her. But because she spoke up in an assertive way and he realized that, oh, I can't just, I can't do that. He realized that and it was understood. Okay. Now, am I going to say, am I saying that being assertive all the time works? Unfortunately, no, you're going to come across somebody that's going to speak over you. And you're going to tell them I'm speaking and they will choose to continue to speak over you. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to prepare you for this perfect world of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm speaking. And then they, you know, Kamala had that experience. You know what I'm saying? She was able to experience that, be assertive, and it worked. And I'm not saying that if you do that, if you become assertive, that it, I'm not saying it won't work. But I'm, I'm saying that we live in a world that is not perfect. And some people will not always understand or have even been taught that when someone is speaking, they're supposed to wait. But what I'm saying is you can't afford to be passive and give them the option to walk all over you or cut you off or over speak over you. Okay. So number one, you can't, you can't afford to be passive. Number two, you have to be bold. You have to be bold. Um, one of the, that's actually one of the words in, um, our motto that we say at Girls Inc, strong, smart, and bold, because with being bold, you are basically saying, I stand on this. I stand right on this. I'm not shaky. I'm not movable. This is where I stand. I'm, I'm boldly making this statement. I'm boldly saying this. I am boldly backing this up. So you have to be bold. You have to be bold. You have to be able to get in a position where you can't be so easily afraid when you come across somebody that may have a different opinion than you or want to say something different than you. Okay. You have to be bold. And number three, don't allow someone to continue to cut you off. And I'm not talking about in traffic. Okay, because I don't know why instantly I thought about traffic. Like, don't let them cut you off in traffic. But I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about don't continue to let people do you wrong. Don't continue to let someone outspeak you or cut you off because they feel like your opinion is not as important as theirs. Okay, that's really important because a lot of times when we like say I'm speaking or um, I wasn't finished and people continue, we just sometimes we just kind of let them like. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You always come back. You always come back and finish 
what you started. You always come back and finish what you said. You never let anybody shut you down completely. Okay. If it does not work the first time, I'm just being real. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, like I said, we're not in a perfect world, but if you are speaking and one of your male counterparts cuts you off and you let them know, Hey, I wasn't finished. And they continue to speak whenever they're finished. I don't care if they talk for 30 minutes, you come back and you finish what it is that you said. Because what you said had value just the same as what they said. Do not let people cut you off permanently. You still continue to speak what it is that you want to say. Because you're speaking. What you have to say is important. What you have to say matters. Just don't let people cut you off permanently. You get right back up. Whenever they finish, if they did not respond to you assertively saying I'm speaking then you come back when they're done it doesn't matter if it's 30 minutes it doesn't matter if it's an hour you come back and you finish what it is that you started okay so just to review number one you can't afford to be passive not when you're speaking you speak with assertiveness okay number two be bold what you're saying what you're speaking on say it with boldness stand on what it is that you're speaking back it up get right behind it don't just kind of say things all flimsy and in the air but what you're saying you back it up you know what i'm saying you put some weight on it i don't know why yeah put some weight on it <laughs> and number three don't allow someone to cut you off permanently do not allow people to shut you up permanently you speak you say what it is that you need to say you stand on what it is that is important to you or what it is that you're saying because you're speaking Yes, you are speaking. And what it is that you're speaking about is important and needs to be heard. I'm Ashley Gray. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of the week or a fantastic week. I hope that you speak up and allow yourself to be heard because what you have to say is important. Bye. Hey. So, you know you don't have to wait until Sunday to hear an episode of Girl Code 101, right? Go to anchor.fm slash girlcode101. As soon as you click on that link, it will take you to any platform that you listen to podcasts. Whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you go, go to any one of those links and you can listen to any episode of Girl Code 101 that has already been released. Make sure, though, that you continue to tune in every Sunday at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time to hear the latest episode of Girl Code 101. Remember, these are great tips, but if you apply them, they will change your life.